what you're about to listen to is an episode. Next thing you know, I'm going to be telling you it's produced, and then it's good. That's right, you're about to listen to a good episode's production. Today is everything you do is right day. Yeah, I see that. I'm, and you know what? True. That's why we're podcasting, because it's everything you do is right day, and we are right to podcast. Putin oh, should have invaded cool now. The... No one would have criticised him. <laughs> Exactly. Very cool that the quote down here that. is Youth Has No Age by Pablo Picasso. That's something that um, a guy who dated teenagers would say. Yeah. And it's true. I've been to the Pablo... Because I'm in Malaga, which is where Picasso's from. So we went to the Pablo Picasso Museum like earlier this week. That man had a lot of wives. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of That's wives. He loved That's because he, lo- he loved women. He just wanted to have a lot of women. Yeah. He did. He was a he feminist. I love you want to be around He was a feminist. <laughs> I mean, according to the Azabap, like rule of feminism, being a feminist means you want to fuck every single woman. Yeah. So in a That's way, true. that is the most feminist thing that you can do. Yeah. I'm a bad feminist, yeah. yeah. Cheating on my wife. I'm a feminist. <laughs> we knew that you're a bad feminist, George. It's okay. Mm. I don't fuck enough to be a good feminist. <laughs> <laughs> so, so true. I read today that Greenland sharks reach the age of sexual maturity at 150, and I feel kind of like that. <laughs> You're still, still learning. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just, I just have to swimming. drift around in the pitch darkness at like minus three degrees. Um, yeah, getting eye parasites when you're about five yeah. years old and being blind yeah. from there on. And then you know, I reach the age of 140, and I'm like, oh, just, just another decade, and then I can fuck. <laughs> and then some fucking, some fucking Icelandic git harpoons me and starts <laughs> fermenting me uh, because it's all there is to before me. you can come yeah yeah hoomst mm. among us yeah it's Ahab's awesome. second agenda Ahab. okay let's do the clap let's do let's the clap that is this the the hot new dance trend it's called the clap um, <laughs> the monster clap the monster clap it was a graveyard Gangnam clap it was a graveyard <laughs> slap okay that's good when you um, Maria from a corpse day I, I mean, didn't. I did nothing wrong. It's everything you do is right, day. A wizard is never late. I do he claps precisely wrong. when he means to. <laughs> a wizard That's claps really his ass precisely when he means everything to. Everything you do is right, day, Anush. Mm. Yeah. No, no, it is. It's right. Yeah, it's right. It is right. Yeah. Oh, that's true. You're doing it right because everything is right, day. So you're <laughs> right. You are right about everything is right. So if everything, everything. That means you can do anything. It's just the same day. As <laughs> you any can other. do anything. That's Mor- why Moral Freedom Day. That's why um, the uh, Vox movement is protesting today because everything you do is right. Brackets wing day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Vox. Thank you. Is, if everything you do is right, like the day, then that means um, that any reaction to what you do is also right. It's. I think so we, we it's finally achieved. We finally achieved free speech. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel culture is dead. Yeah. Long live. We did it, guys. Everything. Congratulations. <laughs> it's right. Everyone's opinion uh, the, is valid. The two pieces of tape over my mouth and across, I have to take them off. Yeah, thanks to thanks to the fucking Simpsons episode that aired, like, where Homer got cancelled and then goes on Joe Rogan, which was apparently a real Simpsons episode. I'm gonna have I, to watch it, unfortunately. Uh, just like, just because I'm curious. I don't have to. I just I'm curious. Sounds like, like why does he get cancelled? No one said why. Uh, because he he strangles his, his child. Car in the his dog in the car. Uh, well, that's not a very that's... good thing to do. 
I think he should have told Lisa that she had to learn to use the can opener on her own. <laughs> they've, already, <laughs> they've already done episodes about the same thing, like, what, but more interestingly, like the one where um, Homer uh, is mistakenly accused of pinching someone on the bum because they have the gummy Venus de Milo stuck to their bum. Yeah. And is accused of being a sexual harasser. Exactly. And that's exactly that's what's going on. It is. And it also has the funny gummy Venus de Milo plot line. Which I feel like it's been going on for so long that they there honestly can't be new plot lines, right? Like yeah. they must have no. run out of plot lines. There's only so they... many stories, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um I they, do I tried just doing the whole plot of um Return of Skywalker or Rise of Skywalker again in but in Simpsons form. That would be good. I, <laughs> yeah. I would love that. I would love the bit where Homer like lines up his his beer bottle against the horizon and it, it perfectly <laughs> forms like the tire fire and he's like that's where the plans are hidden <laughs> they're like somehow mr burns has returned yeah mr <laughs> somehow was- mr burns returned in between movies <laughs> don't, don't ask worry. <laughs> don't worry about it i don't know why we've done this the burns speaking uh <laughs> we were saying they should just end it it's been going on for too long i was gonna say something like uh if this show went on for like 28 seasons uh we'll we should we should cancel it and then my next thought was like it's been a while since we started a new season but apparently we were on like eight episodes into the season of the show yeah Yeah. i can't remember what prompted us to to shift seasons Uh, there was something it's the discovery of the of of the travel pussy Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, sometimes there's an event so monumentous that it forces oh. you to start an entirely new season of your completely functionless like formless podcast that you just sort of make stuff up for i have i have news actually i have a, a recurring pod bit um weird german shit uh, <laughs> i went to manchester the weekend to meet oh. my friend oh so a few of my friends well, that's not in germany <laughs> no, 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 but one of them, one of them's German, and he told me that apparently the Germans have a drink which they call Kaltermuschi, which is red yeah. wine and coke, which means cold pussy. Yeah, that's that's a thing. I have never <laughs> tried discuss- it. it sounds <laughs> what the hell, Jim? And, and, and Yarosh, you didn't mention cold this until pussy? until now pussy. when it's it was called cold of, pussy. I haven't thought of Kaltermuschi in like ten years. <laughs> Cold pussy. I mean, we were all just aghast, but then my Dutch friend, who was also there, told us that they had a drink called horsecock, um, which... <laughs> <laughs> so it's just me and the Irish Give guy looking at like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, cocktails all have kind of stupid names, yeah. though, don't they? Yeah, I remember, like, true. going to, like, an all-bar one and being like, hi, can I have two Cuban pussies, please? <laughs> mm-hmm. Lovely drink. But that feels like weirdly, weirdly like, <laughs> I don't know, that feels strange. It, yeah. Mm. My new job has all of the um, communiques to the staff. They they say, hi, Cubans, because it's a Cuban-style bar. So mm-hmm. they call us Cubans. So I don't I'm, think you can do that with a whole country. I'm stealing Latinx <laughs> I don't think you're right. allowed. I'm Cuban I now, sorry. I think you're sorry. a legal citizen of Cuba now. Soy Cubana. Yeah. Lo siento. <laughs> gonna have a cuban themed bar i think that they should be socialist and you should be paid better than you are being paid. you'd think they have loads they should of call che- you yeah <laughs> they call it yeah they have loads of che guevara posters up and of i'm course. paid minimum wage so is that what he would have wanted yeah no is it the thing is i think if you did that in america you would get cancelled but here it's just like yeah che guevara he's a guy 
<laughs> we're not I don't quite know, that far no down the anti-communist knows where Cuba is. People will be like, oh, Cuba, that's like in Australia. I don't know. Figueroa <laughs> is, like an, is like an iconic t-shirt. And that's... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's like the Andy Warhol of, of t-shirts. Yeah, he's the unknown pleasures of, uh, of revolutionaries. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the... The pink just, void of yeah. political figures. <laughs> the um, st- the uh, Steely Dan's Asia of um, of uh, Marxist Leninist revolutionaries. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did you know that Steely Dan was named after? <laughs> <laughs> it's named after a cocktail from uh, Liechtenstein, actually. <laughs> You get a Cuban pussy, you get a cold pussy, and you get a steely Dan. Steely, steely yeah. Dan, yeah. yeah. And I'd like a Dutch horse cock as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd like a little uh, Dutch horse cock. If I went to a place where I had a cocktail called the Steely Dan, I would probably have to get it. Yeah, I think so. Just for the Next experience. I, I, I'm still going to go off like what's in it. Like rather than yeah. name. Listen, marketing doesn't work on me because my brain is so. <laughs> yeah, but you don't strong. even like Steely Dan. Like, <laughs> Jazz and I are immune to propaganda. This is so untrue. Me and George in different ways. Are only yeah, only me and George. They're, we're the only people in the world immune to propaganda. <laughs> you can say this. Yeah. But remember the one time we got together to make fun of Glossier makeup products, and then we both kept getting Glossier adverts for the next two weeks, and then you bought some. Yeah, I, I am extremely, I am extremely susceptible to advertising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if there was a... Because I see something enough, I'm like, I start having dreams about it, and I'm like, I guess, that, I guess it's been incepted into my brain. You gotta, ha- you gotta hand it to them. Mm-hmm. You know? I see a picture of a nice looking boot, and I'm like, I've got to buy some boots. And I've, I've got to lick that. that. I've got to lick yeah. that. <laughs> and if you saw a cocktail called the Inland Empire, like would you would you ask what's yeah, in it? Yeah, probably. I would probably get the Inland Empire cocktail. I literally went to a cocktail bar that was all like based on Welsh mythology stuff. Oh, like, on. Okay, yeah. I thought- and I was like, this is that. This is the best. I mean, it doesn't mean anything because they're all just mixed drinks. Like, there's nothing special about them. But I'm like, it's so cool that this one's called Bladai with and has like fucking rose petals in it. That's how stupid I am. Do you remember when we went? This to- one's called Bladai with and kills you. This one's called Bladai with it turns you into an owl. Do you remember when we went to the Dead Canary and all of the drinks were named after Welsh celebrities, but they included uh, celebrities who absolutely would not refer to themselves as Welsh, like Christian Bale. Yeah, but that's... I think we discussed this before. This is just what Welsh people do. Yeah. It's like any time... Like, if you go into any Welsh class at school, they, like, they'll try and adopt anyone who's vaguely Welsh and, like, put them in, like, the word... You know, like in like the activities where you're like, you have to describe someone. It'll be like Karis Matthews mm. or someone. Yeah. And it will be always... So there's like a roster of Welsh celebrities who every Welsh person just knows are like the Welsh celebrities. <laughs> it's small... Like, it's small country syndrome. Small country it, syndrome. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, like small seven man syndrome. People, seven people in Wales. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did I tell you about my English teacher who one day like came into class wearing a t-shirt that said... Uh, don't call me English, I'm Welsh. Yeah, you have told me. You have told That's me incredible. Good, good for them. <laughs> Don't call me English. Welcome to Welsh English class. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, sorry. <laughs> I'm very hungover. Um, <laughs> yes, Queen. This is a new thing for you. It's a new, it's a new journey. Listen, I, I was at a work team day. 
And then we had our Christmas party because it was cancelled so many times that we just had it now in March. <laughs> cancelled? They're trying to cancel Christmas. Cancel the cancel Christmas. Christmas. The war on Christmas rages on. <laughs> and I got I got extremely drunk and was maybe very very honest with my with my work colleagues. And now I I've woken up and I'm like I can never speak to anyone I work with yeah. ever again. At least this is very good. I wish I wish while. I was there. I can't believe you got one of them to listen to Lynchpin. Like, how did that happen? Lynchpin. So the thing is that, like, last time I saw my colleague who lives in like, um, like in person because I'd never seen him in person. He came down, and I my my sort of go to when I can't think of anything to say is to literally start talking about my own podcast, which is how you know <laughs> that I'm like a really terrible person to spend time with. Um, and <laughs> I do, this. and I mentioned Lynchpin. I like to do it one by one, so I don't yeah. say I have like five podcasts. I say I have a podcast. It's like boiling the frog. You know, you you want them to yeah. acclimatize <laughs> to the idea of someone having a podcast, and then you can sort of add in the next ones <laughs> as you get as you get to know them. Um, yeah, I I harangued him because I wanted to talk to someone about the tech chat that we'd had as part of the team day because I have a lot of feelings about new tech and how stupid it is. Yeah, of course. And um, and he was like, oh, yeah, I listened to, to Lynchpin. And I was like, you, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to listen to it. <laughs> Just because like, I tell yeah. you I have a podcast doesn't mean you should go I'd and really listen to it. I really don't want you to listen to No one else ever listens to it. That's like the whole thing is like no one's going to listen to it. No yeah. one would be bothered or wants to do that. But it's like, yeah, I listened to it, and I, I clicked through, and you had so many other ones. <laughs> and I was like, did you, did you, did you listen to those? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, because they, some of them have a slightly different vibe. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Please don't look through the titles of who watches the watch. <laughs> I think I want you to respect me. I think that yeah, they it's should. Yeah, very funny that. Very funny that like one of the other podcasters on the uh, Discworld wiki started to make a document with all the ep- every episode of every Discworld podcast including Have some they? of our episodes yeah wait wait what where I haven't heard about this well, they, oh, like, have I heard about this I told you like ca- a while recaps ago. of our recaps of our episodes like no just like the titles of every episode from every podcast <laughs> okay. like, from, from all the different Ooh, Discworld good. podcasts but it well, isn't like it isn't like filled in completely so like our episodes are only like up to I don't know but eventually, eventually the words uh, she suck on my mummy till I milk her is going to be on the desk. Yeah, did, did you all appreciate that? I stand by it. I stand by that. <laughs> listen, I know we say this a lot, but I think this is a good podcast. And like, listen, like why would you keep listening if you didn't like it? Is How about this yeah. for an episode title, even though it's not really related to anything that we're doing, but it's what I'm mm-hmm. eating right now. She peck on my Reno till I Toscano. Ah, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I don't think we should keep titling episodes after the same format. <laughs> yeah, same joke. Do the same it's thing like over and over again. Joke. That's what that's, that's what comedy five. is, Janos. <laughs> as as the seasons progress, they just become more and more abstracted until they're like barely recognizable as what what they were before. Yeah, it's the whole like simulacra thing. Yeah. Becomes less and less like the real. Yeah, so yeah. it's reflections like, like photo- of the of the original podcast. 
Yeah. It's the shadows but that's on the cave That's kind of what wall. this is. Like, we were, pretty, we were, like, reasonably sensible, I think, in the first early episodes. Yeah. We were, like, we're going to take a sensible approach and really talk about, like, the Discworld books and their politics. And we've never, like, not yeah. done that exactly, but, like, but then, did, in the last episode we released, we literally couldn't remember anything that happened in the book. <laughs> yeah, that, was, uh, that wasn't out for us. I don't think it was. We're having a great time. Yeah, we have such a, a rare L from the, the Who Watches the Watch team. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. If if people stop listening after that one, like I can, I can understand it. If I people stop listening, I I um I would say, why did you even start in the first place? I'd yeah, say I mean, it's your at, own this, fault. at this point, it's it's the sunk cost <laughs> fallacy. Like, yeah, but the that's there's a reason it's called the fallacy because people follow it, and uh, I'd be like, you know, <laughs> the, the you're dumb enough, dumb enough look- to try it. So yeah, because it's phallic. <laughs> because <laughs> why, it looks like a dick. Why are you yeah. not dumb enough to continue? <laughs> Um, should we? Do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about this book? I would love to. Yeah, I know we okay. do. This, we're, we're sort of meta gaming here. We're talking about the podcast within the podcast, which is something we do a lot. Um, do you, yeah. I have some yeah. uh, brief Goodreads stuff, but we can get into more that like after. bad reads. More well, like bad we'll, reads. We'll introduce the podcast. Bad reads. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Another Discworld novel, which once again features one of the more familiar characters of the Discworld, Samuel Vines. Mm-hmm. Sam Vines. Uh, he most decidedly doesn't save the world. What he does do is give the world time to save itself, which is very much more of a, a discworld way of doing things. Sam Vines is not gifted with a huge intellect. It's absolutely right for Sam Vines. Trolls and dwarves and vampires. Discworld way of doing things. Vines finds himself in the same circumstances. I really trust you. I've trusted you up till now. This world way of doing things. Shall I take us in? Hello and welcome to what Who Watches the Watch, <laughs> the only Discworld podcast to call for a no-fly zone over Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true we're not doing that there's a no obliterator with nuclear no, fire there, 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 I mean, so we have to start making this book on the cover on this book so i don't know hello i can't wait for to shoot down the fifth elephant i'm calling <laughs> okay fine i'm calling for nato action against the fifth elephant yeah well, yeah, we'll we'll go with that. Hi, I'm your host Chaz, and you'll have to encase me in a full body sonky because my sexual energy is too strong than it upsets people. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm your host Robin, and I'm leaking gender fluids everywhere. Oh, yes, Janus, not that I'm in charge here. There's going to be some changes. <laughs> 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 There's been a lot of eyeballing and uh, ear holing going on here. So, thing is, I'm the carrot of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trolling you right now. Uh, hi, I'm uh, George, and it, uh, I'm also your host. And I'd like to announce my exclusive line of competing condoms. I mean, sonkies with Chaz, which come in a range of flavors, including ready salted <laughs> corn cocktail uh, egg and chips and um uh, katsu curry no my business model <laughs> it's suffering 
<laughs> yeah, okay, I think well. Chess famously started the like leftist condoms or whatever. Yeah, I did that. I, I had the Novara condoms with me. I, I invented those because I thought it was, a, it was a great idea. And leftists definitely fuck. Um, yeah. People who listen to Novara definitely have sex. Um, <laughs> listen, infighting is a fine tradition. Well, we're just going to stop. Because you find I'm it uncomfortable. No. not fight Novara for very petty reasons just because they're the only vaguely left wing mainstream media thing in the UK. No, mm. fuck Listen, Novara. They could be less annoying. Look, look they're not perfect, um, and therefore they're bad, and we should never yes. listen to them. Exactly. I do agree. Um, <laughs> but more importantly, this week we are reading the first third of the Fifth Elephant. The book by Terry Pratchett. I was going That's very nice Sir Terence Pratchett to you. Yeah, I was going to mention this. People, people will be talking about Terry Pratchett again. This is always right. funny when it comes up. I don't know. It it's, was no. It's, be- with... it's because J.K. Rowling has gone yes, even more yeah. pilled than usual. And as as is only correct, people are pointing out like, why would you read these? Um, yeah, she is when... three weeks away from Stormfront at this point. She literally, she literally is. I'm sorry, but the mm. radicalization pipeline for TERFs is fucking insane. It's um, real. It is oh yeah, real. It's, it's fast. It's so, it's like t- TERF to trad to Nazi, honestly. Mm. Yeah. yeah. If there's Give even a that shout out different. to someone who thinks that all LGBT things are bad. Mm-hmm. Being yeah. like, Love you. Love you. Thank you. Also, abortion's you. terrible. It's like, oh, is this <laughs> feminist? I'm a feminist. I'm standing for women. Is this feminist? I lo- standing on women. Which is just, um, which is why Terry gets brought up again because then, like, yeah. Rihanna and Neil and even sometimes Pat come out and they're all mm. like, if you would like a better book, you can read Terry Pratchett. And they are correct. Um, yeah, I, I just find it like I think it's good to be like you should read Terry Pratchett instead. Yeah. I do find so- sometimes the way people, I mean, we 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 have a well documented yeah. uh, <laughs> sort of dis- distaste for some Discord fans, which is only because more than any other we appreciate Discord podcast, you. probably. Mm. Yeah, we're I like the number any of one. The other ones talk about this shit. I have a distaste for fans. <laughs> yes, if you're a fan, well, I mean, this is what we say that we're not a fan cast. We're a critical yeah. comedy podcast. <laughs> yes, um, who happen to like the thing that we're. Uh, we like it, but we're not yeah. like freaks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Relax, be normal. There's been too much nerd positivity in recent years, and people are going like, "It's cool to be geeky. It's okay to get really into." No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not okay. We're telling it's you now, it's okay. not okay to be that weird about things. Like, it's have not you just, okay. Yeah, the, you gotta have other the interests outside show up of and media. Kick your head into a locker. So yeah, you I, have look, to. You I'm have to calling... have an interest in the world around you, rather than just being like obsessed you have to with do films sports. and books and shit. I'm not calling for the return of bullying, and I'm not even calling for the return of sports. But I am returning to the call <laughs> to do something like eat nice olives and go. Mm, yeah. That's a delicious olive. Get um, into crafty olives. <laughs> That's yeah, a, I was yeah, maybe say it's a different beer. type of annoying. It's also but... annoying. <laughs> maybe you go to a but strange you, pub. Outside. Go to the pub crawl for no reason. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Go outside. Go sit by the river and go like look some at it. Grass. Start smoking. Mm. Start don't, smoking. Don't start smoking. Don't start um, smoking. Um, tell tell your drink. tell your manager that you hate your job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go into the woods and like do some cool stuff. Find some food. Eat something that you found in the woods. Um, don't post about it like an woods. irritating like elf lover or whatever it's always on yeah, Facebook nice. like mm, find like a woodland animal wanna, and like tie it to a stake and like so stretch cute. it oh. 
<laughs> like stretch like a badger like put attach each of its legs to a separate stake with a little winch and just stretch that badger out in the middle of the woods hollow that like, badger they're, they're, they're out and use it as a travel stick mission. your head inside that badger listen there is a world of activity out there that doesn't involve just being obsessed with television <laughs> you know full full body badger sonky anyway my point my, my point for <laughs> bringing this <laughs> My point of bringing this up <laughs> was to, yeah, some some of the tweets are just like, you know, like, obviously we love Harry, but like pretending that he is like morally and ideologically perfect is kind of weird. Um, mm. It's just not accurate. Mm. I mean, the thing is, he was writing a lot of these books in a time where there were different kinds of casual racism that we've discussed. <laughs> um, yeah, like yeah. you've listened to this podcast, you know what our feelings are on a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I know other people haven't put as much thought into this as we have. I know for a fact that no other podcast uh, does critical analysis of the books. Um, <laughs> we have no yeah. way of knowing because <laughs> we don't I, listen I, to I, any I, of them. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I did see one thread which seemed to get a fair bit of traction from someone who was quite correctly saying Terry wasn't perfect, but he actually tried. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, he did also... sort of improve and learn. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also, is, like, you if, know, you, if you look at, like, in his books, and, and kind of in this one as well, like, the city of Hank Morpork, like, changes. There are fundamental changes in how people get treated and, like, the different relations between different groups, like the dwarves and the trolls. Um, it's a sort of flexible, malleable society that's much more interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. And even if he's Terry's not... trying to do something. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's aware of some problems. <laughs> but it, it was very funny because I was just reminded of this because um, so, so there was just like some turf in the replies being like, Jake Rowling did nothing wrong. Also, it's Sir Terry Pratchett. And I was like, yeah. yes. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed bootlickers. <laughs> the Sir Terry Pratchett to turf pipeline. So whenever I, I always think it's funny whenever Vimes is like talking point. about being a duke or being a knight and how weird it is, and I wonder if that reflects sometimes some of Terry's feelings about being yeah. knighted. But he didn't. Um, ha- I think I feel at this point. I don't think. Yeah, I do. I do also feel like he didn't have to accept it. I feel like Vimes is very much strong-armed into the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Part of his Vimes is perfect and blameless. <laughs> Vimes mm-hmm. has been Vimes uh, has been in Vimes has been inducted into the House of Lords. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can simply turn down a knighthood. Lots you of can. people do. Lots of a lot of people do, and they and they a should. lot of knights and uh, dames are uh, dames. not great. Listen, I would never be a dame. You're gonna fucking make me a dame. Maybe make yeah. me a knight. But yeah, maybe be a, a knight. Dame, you get a sword. A you got a dame. horse. And you'd be a dame, dame and you're just like what horses. some hard boiled detective calls women. Yeah. Alright, <laughs> dame. Dame. Yeah. I didn't know dame was like the knight. It's the lady knight. It's the, it's the lady knight. Lady, lady yeah. knight, yeah. yeah. It's a lady knight. That's stupid. Yeah, so it's like Dame Judy Dench or whatever. It's yeah, I, I heard mm. it, but I, I always thought that Dame Judy Dench was just like something that people her called name. her for fun. People are no, just it's like, like Dame it's because Judy Dench. She's literally, yeah. she's literally a dame. Dame Judy Dench? No, it's 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 the same as calling well, I love Sir, her Terry, Sir Terry Pratchett. Or Sir, <laughs> Sir, I don't know any other knights. I know. Judy Dench was in Opt- Opt- Optimus Fowl. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck, Optimus. she was. Opt- Optimus. Yeah. Oh, Optimus. Optimus. Yeah. For the last like twenty years, she's only been like accepting film roles that uh, probably not for the last twenty years. For the last few years, she was only accepting like roles that her like 
grandchildren would love. So Aww. that's why she was in Cats. Do, do oh, you remember when she was? <laughs> she was also in the. She was in the original run of Cats as well. I think. Um, oh, okay. But also, yeah, she used to be a dancer. But also, um, she was in Chronicles of Riddick. Do you remember that? No, I've actually not seen it. You haven't seen Chronicles of Riddick? No, that was my favorite movie when I was 15. I was I've like, never seen it. She wasn't something good. other recently that was very dumb. You've never seen Chronicles? This is, this is blowing my mind. I can't believe <laughs> I none of you have seen Chronicles, seen Chronicles of Riddick. That is so funny. The one thing I know yeah. about Chronicles, <laughs> of Chronicles of Riddick is that in like, is that text the post? third Fifty Shades of Grey movie, Christian Grey has yes. a poster of Chronicles That's why of it's so funny. Have you seen have you seen Pitch Have you seen Pitch Black? No. Which is like the precursor to Chronicles of Riddick. No. This is this is this is this is blowing my mind right now. I can't believe you've not seen Chronicles. <laughs> Maybe I'll have you to come to Bristol and you can show me this Chronicles the Judy, of Riddick. Judy Dench plays like a ghost fairy woman who's like a prophet. Uh, the guy who plays Farrah, no, Aomer is there and he's like a guy. They say you keep what you kill. Oh, Carl Urban. Ghosts. At one point they're on the prison, they're on the prison planet, which is half like molten and half cold. It's, we've got to watch Chronicles. They're on, they're on a they're on a prison planet. Does does a, a sort of northern man with surprisingly red lips come come along? And go. Imagine my shock. Not that I know of. I know this it's is a, a reference, but I'm not sure what to. It's a it's a it's a deep cut for the Paul Joseph Watson fans, and I say ah. that lightly. Not not. I know it's a thing he used to say, but I didn't get the rest of it. Yeah. He, he is planet. northern, I think, and has surprisingly he's red northern. lips. And his um, Paul Joseph Watson. He does. He looks extremely hydrated in all of his videos. I'll give him that. Sorry, what? he looks extremely I... hydrated. That's true. Like, he looks. He looks ripe and juicy. Yeah. I have never paid attention to his lips, to be honest. Really, they're so prominent. They're so they're pink. So much. They're so pink. So much a part of his face. Yeah. Um, why are we okay? We're talking. So we read the fifth elephant. <laughs> yeah, it's um, very good. Yeah, we enjoying it. We liking it. I love it. I think this is going to be in my top five, maybe top three, so far. I it think is very good. Just from the first third, I do think it's one of the better paced. Yeah. Pratchett mm. books, like it feels very even-handed with how much is revealed as it moves along. Mm. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and it has like yeah. three or four different plot lines, but like yeah. all of them are like compelling. Connect. And yeah. They're all connected. And you can sort of see how they all connect yeah. to each other. Or mostly at this point. Yeah. Um There's there's yeah, no who... Nigel. Not like uh, Not yet. <laughs> there is no been Nigel. Nigel in twenty books. <laughs> More's the pity. That's <laughs> I miss Nigel. Bring that guy back. <laughs> I feel like um, shit. <laughs> Just want him back. <laughs> Has um has everyone read this one before apart from Robin? Yeah. Or, uh, yes. You have? Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, so you all know where it goes. Interesting. It's yes. one of my faves. It's definitely it's, in the in yeah, the top yeah. one, and there's several books in the top one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, every time we read one, that's one of the really good ones. I'm like, damn, maybe this is one of my yeah. my faves. Mm. Um, this one's good. I think this is a one of the good mystery ones. Uh, a lot. And I think third, but I don't know if third is maybe too hard. Like maybe it's a bit too too much, like gritty. Like it's maybe too gritty. Do you think? Oh, I'm really thud's, no, thud's so good. I like thud a lot. I, th- I think it's been a while since I read it. Maybe I'll reread it and I still love it. It's just I can't remember. But yeah, so this is good. Uh, it's a Vimes book. If you didn't know that, it's uh it's about <laughs> our friend Vimes. Duke Vimes. He is um, he is jokerifying so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. I mean, I love him still 
No, A yeah. cab, but I love him. <laughs> this one who starts the. This one who's throwing fruit at people. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's for a purpose. <laughs> Vimes has kind of reached this sort of plateau in his character arc where instead of like being like scrabbling to, to know what's going on, mm. he's sort of in a comfortable place and is just being like kind of insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can sort of get away with most things at this point. Like. He has the establishment he, 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 at his back, kind of. Yeah, he's got. I mean, obviously, Vimes and Ari real. Like, veterinary is not gonna. He's not gonna punish. <laughs> I mean, he punishes Vimes, but only in a way that benefits him. Like, he doesn't do it for yeah. you know for its own mm. sake. Basically, the plot of this book is that they are crowning a new king of the dwarves, the Low King in Uberwald, and um, veterinary is sending Vimes in his role as duke to be the ambassador for Ankh Morpork. Uh, and to be present at this crowning and also in order to you know facilitate trade with uberfold because uh, they want they want the fat they want the fat from the fat mines <laughs> i'm gonna be honest i like that it's fat that they're going for i think i think it's very funny <laughs> the it's nice and realistic yeah. schmalzberg it's like um yeah it's, it's like a fun thing where vimes is like but what, why fat? Fat is like you That's know fat. it's just kind of gross it's like fat it's kind of gross it just but turns it's like up you know in your kitchen <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but it is, you know, it's realistic in that, like, that was a huge thing in the past, because everything relied on, like, candlelight and, yeah. you know, fat. Like, that's why I they thought... hunted so many whales, right? Mm. And mm. soap. Yeah. I thought the, um, the the cameo from Donald Rumsfeld was weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well. Had this big map of, like, fat fields in, uh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. southern Uberveld is odd. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was that took me out for a bit, but I was like, I guess it, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, I love yeah. all the bits with like dwarf society and uh, and sp- specifically the ways when like the ways carrot and cherry are relating to this stuff. Mm. Yeah, because they have like a there's this whole thing about Ankh-Morpork being the biggest dwarf city outside yeah. of Uvervold. Um, but where Vimes is like, what? That can't be true. But it, it's the whole thing about they've all moved there and they've all become sort of like more porkified and maybe they want to live a sort of more, you know, less a, a strict. More, yeah, a less strict, less conservative life uh, than all the traditional dwarves back in back home. They want vitamin like, D. <laughs> yeah, who mm. some of them in the city go around in sedan chairs so they don't have to see the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and the new the new dwarf king is a bit he's a bit new fashioned and that's upset some of the old fashioned dwarves. So this is like the sort of conflict that's happening with the dwarves. Yeah, because like the the old fashioned candidate was one who has like not been out of the mines. Mm. Yeah, he's never left. Yeah, and um, this is causing you know some issue. Mm. Yeah, George. I think. Well, first thing I think it's a really interesting way of like it's I don't know. There's a lot of uh, it's quite. Um, from someone who's not an immigrant, I mean, neither am I, and some, and Terry is not an immigrant. Mm. It, it it seems to have a fair bit of sort of insight on the sort of pressures of moving mm. to a yeah. culture that's not your own. Yeah, like pressure uh, to as a community integrate. and how that changes your society and how you relate to your identity. Yeah, there's sort of interesting yeah. ideas about that. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and it's, it's like a not, mix. It's sorry. It's not. It's thankfully he's not doing it as a one-one thing with the real world society. Yeah. It's like mm, yeah. it's very much rooted in the fictional dwarf society rather than being like dwarves. Uh, cough, cough. Just like this real world group. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, which is, is a relief because it's interesting. Like the the push and pull between like wanting to get away from quite restrictive um, customs, like with 
female dwarves, but also still wanting to keep a part of that culture. And like Carrot's very interesting as well because he's like not a dwarf by blood, but he's a dwarf. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. Says, they, they, she says that. They keep right? saying like, that. That's what, yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what makes it makes it so good he can that like crack his his grizak neck yeah stuff. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. vines is like but carrot's tall and okay, she is yeah. like well, but I, there's nobby's short nobby's short yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not a dwarf so we wouldn't call him a dwarf and he's like we wouldn't call him a man either <laughs> <laughs> oh there's so much good watch stuff yeah this. yeah <laughs> we've really Beautiful. got so many watch guys yeah, yeah. like yeah, there's this whole thing of like, oh, it's it's nice to have them back there and know that they're sort of continuing the traditions, but also I don't want them to restrict my life here in that Moorpork. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it, it's stuff like Cherry's whole thing, yeah, it's like she's, you know, she's out as a woman. <laughs> um, mm. And the other dwarves, like even in Moorpork, don't really like that, although some of them, are, there's like more of them are finding that they are. Mm. Yeah. And apparently um, even back in like Copperhead. Which yeah, is the sort Copperhead of more liberal, the... traditional yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, part of dwarf life. Yeah, rather than Uberfold. Yeah, and it is funny because obviously this is stuff that is going to be important for Vimes once he gets there and has to be the ambassador, which he doesn't want to do, but is being pressured into it by Veterinary. Um, the low king will be, will be crowned, I guess. Crowned, will be made king on the scorn of stone. Great bit. <laughs> Great bit. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Aha, do you get it? <laughs> it can be said one of two ways. Siri, like what is Scotland? <laughs> what is Scotland? This, this, wait, the Stone of Scone? What is that? Um, yeah. Uh, Terry loves the easy wins. Is the, sto- is, the stone of, is the Stone of Scone or Scone, or however you say it, the Scottish place? Scone? Um, is that still in know. England? I was Didn't just kind of assuming it was just a joke on the pronunciation of scone, so I don't. I oh didn't... no! No, there's um, like there's a, a, there's, a there's a the stone that the British Scottish King, the Scottish King used to be crowned on the stone of scone or sco- I think it might be pronounced scone. Scone. Um, ah. Yeah. And at one point, it was kind of uh, uh, appropriated by the English monarchy and put mm. in London, but. I'm yeah, not sure it was it's in, still there. It was used in the monarchs of England as well as the monarchs of Great Britain and the United Kingdom. It was last used to coronate. Yeah, it was last used for the Elizabeth II's coronation. So, so the last coronation. Yeah, so also it's also known as the used, Stone of Destiny. Yeah, the Stone of Destiny. I uh, well, there it's we returned go. to Scotland in 1996. That's okay. It's not that well known, but like Terry, Terry, obviously running with this one. Um, it's very oh. similar. Oh, it's it is going to be it's going to be returned to Scotland. Th- oh, it's it, oh, it's in it Scotland. Has, it was it's, in yeah. 1996. It was given back. By the John bastards Major. taking their stone back. That's our stone. <laughs> do, you think, do you think they have we to give it back square. for us to to crown Charles on now that the Queen is dead? <laughs> I think the Welsh should steal it. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, he is the Prince of Wales. Hmm. Mm. So. Not even a king, just a prince. Mm-hmm. Just a prince. A prince. Um, yeah, so it's been stolen from the dwarf bread. A replica of it has been stolen from the dwarf bread museum. This is important. A lot of yeah, a lot of interesting stuff about replicas, which you know I know a lot about from museums. I'm like, damn. <laughs> it does it does it matter that it's a replica? Interesting. Um, if yeah, no the, one the replica was stolen. Um, but why? And also. 
Wallace Shunky, the guy who makes Shunkies or Wallies or basically, well, Discworld condoms has been killed and put in his own vat of liquid rubber. Uh, also, here we learn that Carrot does not use condoms. <laughs> can talk, carrot, carrot is raw dog in it constantly. He, I, I don't know if it's necessarily that. He, I think his, carrot, his carrot is raw. Ca- carrot said, he peeled carrot that says carrot. he's using the pull-out method. I don't know if, if him being embarrassed about talking about stonkies in front of his boss means that he's not using them. No, he, said, he says they're unnatural. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he, yeah, he is literally opposed to condoms. Yeah, he's using the natural method. He's a Catholic, yeah. He's a dwarf Catholic. <laughs> oh yeah, you forget that Catholics are supposed to not use condoms sometimes. That's very funny. Yeah, yeah, you know that. <laughs> I think like recently, I don't think I know like, any who don't. <laughs> either this pope or the previous one said that it's okay if you're married. <laughs> okay, I mean, I guess that's a positive. If you're step. married, if you're married. I went to. A, I mean, they only yeah. stopped using Latin in the fifties or sixties. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> slow steps, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> or imagine if imagine if the pope just came out and said like listen condoms are unnatural but if you want to go back to using sheep intestines that's fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you the just natural me- the natural method yeah the natural method of contraception you have sex with a sheep instead <laughs> that's what i do mm. the you welsh. are welsh haha oh, yeah. uh-huh. the, the welsh <laughs> god i pick up that <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the, yeah. sorry. to go back to the dwarf bread museum i like that there's uh, that vimes asks the question like what does does it even matter if it's a fake like would mm. people even mm-hmm. know and carry just like matter of fact it says yeah there's a cross at the bottom well, yeah <laughs> it says, especially it's like any fake. dwarf would know and now it now he's like and he's and he's like yeah there's an x carved in <laughs> the bottom fuck to keep it to keep it yeah did your museum theory brain kick in, Chess? It actually did. I was like, ah, oh, but replicas are only replicas because they're no- they're known to be replicas to the to the casual observer. Just because if you're told something is a thing, then yeah. it has as much emotional impact as the real thing would do. And then I was like thinking about the Tolan man and how like only the head is real, yeah, and the rest of it is fake. But people are like, damn, a bog body. And it's like, but it's not. It's just like a like a fake book. Well, there's that there's that one religious painting that John Berger talks about that's in both Paris and London, and they both claim it's yeah, yeah. the original one. They both they both say it's yeah, it's the Leonardo da Vinci one, but they're both like, yeah, this is. But it's like so. This is the real if one. No one Madonna can tell. and Child, I think. Why does yeah. it matter? Or the, does, does, does it matter? Or the newly discovered Salvatore Mundi one, which was heavily restored, and everyone's a bit like, is this real? <laughs> and is I mean, on a yacht, on some, like, like the UAE, some UAE mm, prince's yacht. Great. I mean, it is, it is like the, yeah, your, per- your perception determines your reality, and it's like, um, you know, it's like replicas of, well, not replicas, but... Uh, Relics, like saintly relics, where people would be like, "Ah, oh, this is the head of John, John the, the Baptist. Baptist's toe," Ooh. and it's like, "Is it though?" But like, it doesn't matter if it actually actually is because people said it is. And there's like this whole thing about um, well, this is the, the skeleton, the skeleton, the skeleton of a girl in a cave that they said was holy, and then this <laughs> anthropologist went there and was like, "This is a goat's skeleton." <laughs> <laughs> An anthropologist yeah. was able to tell that. There's an Italian crown, I think it was the crown of Lombardy, it was called like, I can't remember what it's called, but 
it's supposed to be the, the middle of it is supposed to be um the one of the nails of the true cross hammered mm. out into a timbora circlet onto which the gold was built um mm-hmm. but they tested it it's silver it's just a silver band <laughs> it's it's the mythology that makes the thing significant yeah yeah um, what do you believe about i think it? it's cool mm. i mean it's there's this, there's more symbolism. there's more bits of the true cross than would possibly constitute you know a hundred crosses there's more more nails of the true cross than would mm. be necessary to nail a thousand jesuses to a, yeah. to a cross mm. and i've tried yeah yeah it's a hard work yeah someone's got to do it you get yeah. very tired uh, there's so <laughs> many foreskins of jesus out there oh. you can make you can make a whole dick yeah <laughs> jesus <laughs> We have the imagine if your dick was all foreskin. We can make him stronger. <laughs> what? That is like, what if Jesus' dick was just one long foreskin? Yeah. What, yeah, this what would if change Christianity stretched. forever. He just it's had like one really of... long, sort of floppy... It's like a pair of tights. <laughs> tube. He did, he did that, like, the thing that inactivists do where they tie weights to the end of their dicks to make yeah. their foreskins stretch. <laughs> we but, talked like, about this too, like last episode. <laughs> we always... We are... Yeah, <laughs> I my hiccups are so annoying. Um, <laughs> this is a podcast solely about foreskin, yeah, and I think the the listeners have to accept that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it is it it is interesting to have that as like a significant plot point. Can't wait to see if this is significant for later <laughs> on. <in the> <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha! I'm <laughs> I don't know. Either way. This book. I mean, it's part of the mystery, so yeah. Yeah. This book's. But it's really. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say it's really cool how uh, how the mystery is built, like Mm. already in this first bit. Like Mm. we already have a ton of clues. Vimes already like, oh no, too many clues. But also, I need to go to this other place. Yeah, I like Mm. him saying like, we just kind of have to leave it until it starts to smell. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, because, cause, yeah, so Vimes is here for, like, the beginning of the mystery, and then he's got to leave Angmorpork, and he can't really do the Angmorpork mystery anymore. He's got to get no. to Uberwald. And there's no uh, way the thing he has to do in Uberwald is going to relate to the Angmorpork mystery. Yeah. And interestingly, another character who was going to go with him but isn't now is Angua, who... Appears Uh-oh. to have left, run away from the city, which is very sad. We have like uh, brief we'll moments of, of. Well, do we know that it's her family? It is. I think. It, I think we know it's her family because yeah. veterinary no, it says is. it's her mom. And Sybil, Sybil says. Um, oh, Sybil says, yeah. Yeah, because she yeah. writes. Because Sybil knows everyone. Because this is the thing. Yeah. yeah, this is the thing that Vime says about diplomats and like, how, doesn't matter what, matter what country you go to, like all the upper crust all went to the same schools, like yeah. everyone the upper crust are like all the other countries, <laughs> yeah. which is very real. I mean, yeah, um, like all of the, the monarchs in charge of World War One were all yeah. like cousins. Related cousins, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but we had they wrote to each other scenes. and they were like, lovely war we're having. <laughs> One millions died. We have just like two or three short scenes with like Angua's family. And, like, mm. the vibes are so fucked immediately. They're, like, they're so mm. fucking weird. Like, I mean, I know right? they're werewolves. I know they're werewolves. Not to disparage <laughs> werewolf culture. Not to say that werewolves are, like, weird. But listen. But. <laughs> if I was at dinner and my son was there naked doing glistening push-ups by the fireplace, that would be weird. 
I don't want to see my adult son naked. Do you know what I mean? Well, you're just you're just animals, you know. Yeah, I know, um, but I'm. I know Wolf, his name is animals. Wolfgang. His name is Wolfgang, and he's a wolf. Do you get it? <laughs> don't you want to uh, see your ripped Aryan son do naked push-ups <laughs> yeah. in front of the fire, one-handed? Nakedness yeah. is purity. <laughs> which is so fucking yeah and then the the baron comes back and he's like a weird mustachioed red-faced man but he spends too long as a wolf so he can like barely he can't really form sentences he just like says single words um and at one point we see like a man being chased across um some fields by presumably because we just get little snippets of him like running away from presumably werewolves the whole time but they're really good for like tension building like Mm. him thinking oh i can out with them i can out with them i'll get on this boat and then i just have to get away from the shore and then he's on the boat and he's not seen them for miles and then he hears a growl from underneath the deck Mm. and it's like oh yeah Yeah. he's trying to like climb over trees to like hide his scent through like from the stream Mm. and it's like the action is really well described and it's yeah terry's definitely gotten a lot better at this yeah Yeah. (laughs) i can follow what's happening i could follow like (laughs) everything yeah, yeah. so far yeah mm. it's very tense uh, there's yeah. a, a lot of a lot of the Ankh Morpork stuff uh with to do with the watch because the watch is like progressed you know they're like comfortable they've got quite a lot of people they're now. doing traffic they're no longer, now it's more it's a lot of traffic there's a lot of traffic <laughs> stuff going on so funny yes, that they, <laughs> they invent yeah, traffic cops and immediately take bribes <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is a yeah, new form of ice this. cream, but yeah. <laughs> great yeah. trick of Nobby um, as an old la- dressed as an old lady going <laughs> on the street, being like, oh, "I'm just an old lady." <laughs> oh my poor feet! Like, and then like running down the street to another road and like doing the same thing that just stop people and force them to get clamped or get tickets and like colon taking bribes from food places so we can get free meals <laughs> like veterinary did this in order to reward them for what they did during jingo but it's really yeah yeah it's really created a monster mm. yeah they eventually start um doing things like um uh clamping the yeah. The opera house, the palace, uh, trolls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> found this, ha- this, this happens what we would describe as colon's breakdown. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a hemorrhoid, if so, you will. Yeah, so Angua, le- le- Angua runs into some sort of old friend or something and leaves the city. I'm not sure why. Uh, and Kara, upon hearing that she's left, decides to follow her so he resigns from the watch and is like yeah i'm leaving the watch i'm gonna go find my girlfriend he decides this is gonna become this like lone like man with no name (laughs) character yeah kara is terrifying in this book he is a pure psychopath he is sinister like we said this before how he can be kind of sinister but like He's, he's, like, the most sinister in this book, I think. I think because he's such pure charisma that he can basically get anything he wants mm. without really trying, <laughs> yeah. which is a scary character trait when it's not applied... Well, well, when it's applied like it was to Carrot in the previous books and he's just kind of, like, wants everyone to get along and it's very, very nice. And in this one, he's a man with a plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we learn that someone's been putting little notes under the palace door saying that you need to take better care of the dogs. <laughs> oh, like, oh my God. <laughs> Written in like um, a very weird like yeah. <laughs> writing. 
It's like covered in slobber. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like it's been slightly chewed, and they're like, we didn't see a man drop this off. And I'm there like, hmm, I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out to be Gaspard is uh, writing these and putting them under the door. Um, And Carrot, who's met Gaspard before, if you recall. Mm. Um, Which one was that? Where he knew Gaspard. Is that for your play? Monstrous Regiment. Oh no. Yeah, no, I haven't read that yet. I swear random. it was Monstrous Regiment because that's the one where Angua and Gaspard meet. We haven't, read, we haven't read Men Monstrous Times? Regiment yet. I mean Men at Arms. Yeah. <laughs> same, I think yeah, it might have been same. Men at Arms. I don't, I don't think Gaspard was in Feet of Clay. Okay, yeah. Men at Arms. But I'm not sure. So Karen knows But Gaspard is, is very funny in this one. Yeah, yeah. Gaspard is very my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, um, yeah, he's he's like, ah, oh, fine, I'll help you look for Angua. So they tr- they track her out of the city, and they have you know various adventures of buying chickens, um, <laughs> tra- tracking Angua down. Carrot wanders around on a horse, like gently smiling, <laughs> <laughs> which terrifies everyone, fr- freaking out all the peasants. Um, he has like this bandits. sword on his back, right? Like- yeah. He, he is like a video game character in yeah. this stage. He's, like, got a, he's, he's got like a dog. Yeah. 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 Like, I've been lo- thinking look, Guts I'm from looking Berger, for a wolf. who has like a huge fucking sword. Mm. Um, yeah. No idea like what that. that is. Probably. You gotta know what Berserk probably, is. Probably, no, it's probably some cartoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd be right. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, and eventually they find like a, a gross wolf who's being baited, and they they manage to to rescue it by using Gaspard as a as a funny funny wolfhound baiting dog. Um, he just talks to it and gets it to like play along, <laughs> yeah. which is funny. The uh, wolf is called asshole. It's called asshole, which 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 carrot finds very embarrassing. It's very funny. It's to very me. Not to be a, not to be a five year old about it, but it's very funny. Carrot. It's funny how Carrot is embarrassed by everything. He is, because he's both very scary and also like, ooh, I don't, don't know about that. Can we just call him Bum? There's some <laughs> great names in this. I also just love the bit where Veterinary is describing where uh, Vimes has to go and he's like, have you heard of Bonk? <laughs> heard of Bonk? Uh, <laughs> it's actually pronounced Bionk. Bionk. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm I'm not to be a five year old about it. Very funny. <laughs> Very funny. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing. Yeah, and out Sybil loud. even Sybil's even like, oh yes, I frequently send letters to Bionk. <laughs> <laughs> Sybil is so, so great. So posh. She's so good. She's been like. I can't wait for more Sybil. She hasn't been a huge presence in the in the past few watchbooks, like after the first one. So I very enjoying it that she's coming along for the mm. ride. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to be very helpful as a as a diplomatic yeah. rich lady. Um, still sends letters to Angua's mum, even though she's a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> it's just good manners. Yeah. Uh, also in Uberwald, we see Lady Margalotta, who is a Ooh. vampire, presumably. I love her. And she's I love a... that she also has an eagle. I'm just like, yeah, wow. They all, have, they all have one. Guy who is only... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Guy who's only seven is an Igor. Get it? Getting a lot of Igor vibes no, from this guy. No, I was going to say guy who's only read, and then I completely blanked on the last the name of the last book. We read. 
Carpe Juggalim. <laughs> Guy who's only read Carpe Juggalim. Damn, getting a lot of Carpe Juggalim vibes from this. God damn it. My short time memory is awful. <laughs> you smoke so much weed. I don't. Um, <laughs> not like, like once a month. Yeah, I, I I do always enjoy when you can see a sort of continuity between Terry's books where it's like obviously he's been thinking about something or he's figured something out and he's just gonna like keep doing that. Mm. Yeah. Um which I think is that that is like with Uberwald in the last book and with this one, he's definitely sort of continuing along that along that train of thought in a lot of ways. Mm. Which I think is cool. Thank you, Terry. We Thanks, have Terry. and we yeah. get like hints already that like with Lady Margolata, right? We're getting hints already that Veterinary had an old acquaintance who was a much Ooh, older a, lady. A much him. older woman. The goth GF has got logged on. <laughs> she's a she's a goth a goth milf. Yeah. yeah. Goth goth milf. A goth A vilf. Goth gilf goof. It's pronounced like milf, but the goth the G is silent like a gnome. Milf. Yeah. She's like, I want to find out everything about Vimes. Like, who's my who's my ex's new BF? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she's trying to figure. They're all trying to figure out who he's going to send as an ambassador. Like, it's this whole big thing, and she's like, hmm, he wouldn't send lady. He wouldn't send Lord Salachii or Lord Ruster or any of these fucking guys because they suck. If I know him, and then she she he, she she has like a little thought, and she's like, ah, Vimes, and so she figures it out before. Uh, veterinary announces it and then he's like oh shit someone guessed it must be her which is it's good mm. it's fun intriguing mm. and Leonard Dequam is oh. back oh yeah mm. he invents the espresso yeah <laughs> yeah he invents the espresso and he's uh, he's created the Enigma machine yeah um it's got the initials Enigma, but he calls it like the yeah. something or other something long but this is the first yeah. book that we have the clacks in as well Yes. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like uh, keeping with here. the, keeping with the sort of theme of, uh, progress, I guess with this, like things changing, and society changing. Yeah, the clacks are now a huge thing, and everyone is claxing each other all the time. Kids on their claxes. So on their damn clacks. <laughs> yeah. I l- yeah. It's really fun, but I just love the fact that um, I can imagine the characters all doing elaborate semaphore. Dances, mm-hmm. um, and it's just extremely funny to me. I would like to see like a cartoon animation of one of them doing it, where they suddenly become very like abstracted and just like almost a stick figure kind kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I just think it would be very charming to see animated. So I think it works on like shutters, right? So yeah, it's like yeah. A big square shutter system, and then they like turn turn things off. Um, but yeah, it's suddenly gargoyles are always stupid. watching. So mm. yeah, gargoyle surveillance. Um, it's a gargoyle state. <laughs> the clicks um, is very fun though, because it like I, this is where like Terry kicks off in earnest his like arc of being like invested in the way like technological evolution works. I guess like he hasn't. Mm, yeah. He's done, like, some of it in earlier books, but, like, in moving pictures, it was, like, advancement happens, and then it's, like, getting burnt down. Yeah. Plot. And in that, it was, like, because he already had the iconograph, and it was kind of, like, what if we did that, but more. Yeah. And this one is there, like, mm. okay, we we have technology. Yeah, like, the iconograph was, like, a joke, basically. Yeah, yeah. With, uh, 
I do no. I do love the whole thing in, in this book of the iconographs being used for speed cameras. I think that's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think in terms of surveillance, I'm actually very pro speed cameras. <laughs> I fucking hate people who speed. <laughs> oh, but it's God given right to drive as fast as you want anywhere. The car is the ultimate expression of freedom. What are you talking about? <laughs> this true. is not a dead ideology. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom to run small child down in the street. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I should be able to drive at 90 miles an hour past a primary school. And I don't know what's wrong with that. If, if the kids should be doing more athletics if they can't run away from my speeding vehicle yeah. bearing down yeah, on their tiny bodies. Yeah, kids are too bodies. damn fat nowadays and they can't get out of the way of my six like, foot high <laughs> bonnet covered in spikes. If kids spent <laughs> less time on their damn clacks, then they would notice my cart they rolling down the street. They would notice my cart. <laughs> Coming behind them and flattening them into a pancake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think. I think the thing with the clacks is that it's definitely Terry actually having a thought of like, how would new technology change like the way a society yeah. runs? Yeah. yeah it's very much it. not just a joke. Yeah. It's mostly not it, a joke. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's not really. It's not a joke most of the time. Yeah. It is objectively quite funny that you turn semaphore like visual semaphore into an actual communication method like telegraph because it wouldn't it wouldn't really be possible unless you had gargoyles but yeah it's good <laughs> and i mean also like i i i think when you think of things like um telegrams and stuff or or even like morse code you have to have a, a literate user base and i feel mm. very much that act morepok is not often that I guess semaphore, you have to be a bit literate as well. It's mostly like... Vibes. I mean, they're... But they're yeah. kind of discussing this, right? Like, they're like... Uh, or Vimes is like... Yeah, you can get a message to Querm in Genua, a yeah. day. Or to yeah. Genua. But, like, what do you have to say to Genua? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like stuff that's like... People think of as important news. Like, oh, the king is dead or whatever. Yeah. It isn't actually that important for people's lives. It's more stuff. People immediately are like, ah, oh, but what's the price of like cows in Ankh-Morpork today? Should I go to Quirm and sell my cows in Quirm instead? So it immediately becomes like an economic yeah. function. Yeah, Which, Terry like seems to be life. having a sort of political economy, maybe, of, of yeah. Discworld. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's going to cool. keep having a lot of fun with stuff like this. And it's very, like, he's genuine. And it fucking he's definitely rocks. like genuinely invested in like mm. the way the way these little things like change society and like exploring mm. the exploring the aspects of it like he's, he's having a lot of fun with it terry would have yeah. loved bitcoin i love bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> a decentralized system decentralized it's these. Uh, listen, even though Bitcoin is always, always transferred back into dollars or pounds yeah. or whatever, and that's the only function that it has, it's still decentralized. Don't worry about it. Terry so. <laughs> would have um, loved ape pictures. <laughs> you may say, you may say that it might be an inherent uh, problem that's kind of insurmountable that Bitcoin can only do a certain number of transactions a second. <laughs> but I just say I it's the future. Getting baby. graphics cards. <laughs> have you tried? vibes <laughs> have you seen these apes like they're so cool <laughs> i don't think they're that cool no um i don't think that yeah you know I, I, was, I was thinking about, about like the some of them have laser eyes women of 
NFT ladies or whatever with the <laughs> NFT, yeah. Four day wipes, so cool. So we are cool. th- we are three weeks out from Libs promoting um, an Azov Battalion NFT on oh. Twitter. <laughs> Put down the lathe. Don't, don't, don't lay that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Wait. Where were we? Clacks. We're uh, talking about the clacks. I just did it. A- yeah. I was gonna. Oh, yeah. No, I was just gonna say. I think it would be. I think it would be at least interesting to see a, <laughs> a Discworld novel that dealt with the idea of Bitcoin. I just think it would no. be interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure it would be interesting. I don't think it would. I don't think it would. Look work. at this iconograph of a monkey. <laughs> how would you even? How would you imagine like uploading photos on the clacks? Like how would? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I, I think don't they know. do do that eventually, oh, don't they? You can put photos yeah, yeah. on the clacks. You can put photos on the clacks. It just takes ages. <laughs> um, yeah, you, I mean, it's in, it's an encoding of information. Oh, oh, he didn't like that. We just disproved <laughs> his anti-Bitcoin beliefs. <laughs> yeah, insulted Yanish. Yanish got so mad. I can't believe you rage quit because you don't did. like Bitcoin. <laughs> hmm. Oh, oh, and they're frozen. Oh no. My man is frozen. He's frozen too. Uh, uh, frozen I can't in paradise. I can't remember, what was that film called? I don't know. More frozen. No, Janusz. No. Booger frozen. Damn. All my Hungarians gone. <laughs> it's gonna do a non-binary Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Zil be back. <laughs> <laughs> Zazem. With an X. Zazem will be back. Using neo pronouns, but you can't tell because of his accent. Zazem. Yeah. <laughs> I just said he lives in Hamburg. He does not live he in Hamburg. He lives in Frankfurt. <laughs> I know. Look, they're both kinds of meat product that they made a city mm-hmm. after. I don't Frankfurt. know. Do you want to live wait in until you learn Hamburg? about Berlin? Wow, they made they made a fucking city because there was a donut. Yeah, yeah. They actually built Berlin around Bergheim. They actually they actually <laughs> built Berlin after John F. Kennedy said that he was a Berliner. <laughs> Yeah, Originally there was just a guy asking to piss in his mouth and then they built a club around <laughs> that built, and the they city built a shell around it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I was that guy. This Yay! wine goes Hello. down too easily. Hello. Hello. It's like like piss at Burkhain. Hello, Janosch. How is it in <laughs> Hamburg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The city that you live in. <laughs> the quick the trip to Hamburg to like Hamburg. reset my router. <laughs> like okay. there's two kinds of there's two kinds of city in Germany named after meat. I'm not supposed to know the difference between them, am I? <laughs> yeah, how, how, how were you in steak? Um, next, next thing you know, you're going to tell me there's a place called Wiener. Wiener? <laughs> Wiel. Okay, clacks. Clacks. Yes. No Bitcoin yeah, on sure the clacks. That's one for the Austria no, heads. No maybe, maybe NFTs would be like if you magically did something with a with a picture that made it one of a kind. I think you should. I think that the Discworld version of Bitcoin would be CMOT Dibbler telling people that he could give them a magic spell that they could mm-hmm. sell using the clacks, <laughs> but yeah. he's not a wizard and the spell doesn't work. Mm. What do we think? <laughs> Okay. It's a Dibbler enterprise. Tell me, Bitcoin isn't Close a enough. Dibbler it is, enterprise. It is. It is a. Di- it is a Dibbler enterprise. Yeah, Dibbler yeah. would absolutely I mean, be an yeah. NFT guy. 
We'll get into Discord banking and making money. That's going to be an interesting. (laughs) Yeah, well, he'd be one of those like NFT guys who doesn't really understand the technology or the idea, but is really good at promoting it. Yeah, just as pure grift. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Did did you see that the uh, the guy who does the the shitty pixel art ones acquired was acquired by um by the Board Ape Yacht Club one? So they're already monopolizing. Sure. I'm sure this I is was, good for everybody involved. I was just wondering if, like, <laughs> by the time we get to making money, mm-hmm. it's going to take a while with the current pace we're going. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think like NFTs are still going to be a thing by then? Honestly, I don't think no. they're going to be a thing in three months. I think. I mean, no one's talking on about them out. anymore, are they? Mostly because, yeah. you know, there's a war, but, like... <laughs> but well, they're, like... Rather, yeah, there's but a no war that people pay attention to. But. Yeah. Like, uh, like... We we have this work thing. I'm not going to say what I do necessarily on this podcast. You um, work office in Bristol. Your name is Charlotte. <laughs> okay. Just keeping you alert um, when you're editing. Your yeah, mother's maiden name I is. Notice. I don't know what that is. Um, but one of our clients that we were talking about. I can't well it is to do with NFTs and they're like, here's the new tech that we need to be getting into and it's like crypto, <coughs> NFTs, deep fakes. And I'm like, this is driving me crazy. I, I can just imagine us trying to get into NFTs as a thing and then them immediately collapsing and it just being a completely pointless <laughs> enterprise. And then yeah. I just You should send yeah. them down all some video. With the um with the know. with the work that your company does. Mm-hmm. They're surely not. They're the the what they paid isn't going to be tied to the value of NFTs, so they'd be fine. No, anyway. it's. I mean, it, it would be, it would require them to be paid by people who have NFTs if it's to do with that. Mm. Um. So in that way, it's dependent on them <laughs> having yeah. money. But, but I know, guess I guess maybe the they, they might be they might be benefited by the collapse of NFTs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, with the with the work that my company does. Um, it's uh, the nature of the thing that we're in contact with a lot of like tech writers or like you know software mm. uh, developers and I you know so people just in like a lot of them really hate NFTs. Of... <laughs> yeah, good. Like, oh, that's a shame. It's... I thought you. I I like the ones who are basically just copies of loads of soy jacks. Really, <laughs> yeah. I'm a tech writer, and they're just pointing at an NFT. I mean, there was like yeah, one or two. I've gotten bad vibes from that might be into crypto stuff, but yeah, it's a lot of them don't like I I assume if you if you under once you understand the technology behind it, you're either gonna like jump on the grift or be like opposed to it, right? Probably a bit late for the grift now. I mean Yeah. Yeah. They gotta get their money out somehow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Enough NFT chat. We've we've done this before. We've got to get back in. My employer uh, can we... barely even do Facebook, so that's nice. Mm. I know this. This is the thing. This this is okay. This is what drives me crazy. I know I said we were gonna we'd stop with this chat, but now I just want to make this one point because I this is what was really driving me crazy is the yeah. fact that so many people just literally don't understand what it is. So people will be like, ah, oh, this is really exciting. This is emerging technology, and half the time they don't know what it does. 
or like what it means <laughs> they're just like this is a thing i've heard of that's this big thing and it's like you get there's so much money that you have access to like in these big companies or whatever yeah and you literally just don't know what it is this is why i was it's vibes. this is why i was tweeting about yeah. Nadine Torres earlier today you can't you, yeah being being a minister a, a minister in the united kingdom's government and asking to ban algorithms queen <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> in in general yeah that's stupid but i think china recently banned social media from i can't remember if it's entirely right but they did something to restrict the use of algorithms recommending content to people based on what they like based on their like interactions mm-hmm. um mm. um so that's which would generally generally <laughs> no no i know <laughs> All algorithms. All algorithms is evil. No, no algorithms. No algorithm. <laughs> Ban algebra. Ban <laughs> maths. No more maths in the public sphere. That's what I, I would say. love that. And maybe maybe this is a deeper thing. This is the mm-hmm. Tory party we're talking about. So it might just be that they've learned that algorithms, um, the word algorithm comes from Arabic. And that the first people to do algorithms in algebra are <laughs> Arabic. So uh, it might just be good old Tory party Islamophobia, mm. you know? They're going to start yeah. mispronouncing it. Like, Oh, they're going to be like algorithm <laughs> to make it sound more foreign. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, yeah, so L. Speaking of, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Did but that anyways, all Jolson was so funny. I know every time it gets me. Also, yeah. So Carrot leaves Ankh Fork, and with Carrot gone, the next officer in charge of the watch, who's in, <laughs> is. <laughs> Colon. This is great. This oh, is no. a great idea. Colon is acting captain of the watch. How do we feel about this? Extremely <laughs> negative. <laughs> he is. He's, immediately, he's immediately like, I'm gonna go he's crazy. doing a great job. <laughs> I'm gonna go crazy with power. I'm gonna start racially abusing people. He goes sick on. I'm gonna become incredible. I'm going to become really paranoid and start, like, firing half the watch for, like, minor offences such as looking at me weird. He's so quickly. I know. Yeah, he, he, he has, like, a moment where he's like, no, I, I, I'm, I'm a born sergeant. I'm not gonna... This is gonna be so much responsibility. And Nobby's like, no, come on, Fred, you can do this. And it's only for a little while. And Nobby's while we're at it, isn't there, a, isn't there a little guy in the watch... Who's just a little guy, guy. and it's his birthday, and he loves to wear women's clothing for no reason, uh, whether he's on duty or not, whether it requires um, him doing that or not. It It just makes him feel Mm. good, and um, and you you are looking for a new uh, a new sergeant. So (laughs) (laughs) there's a very pretty woman who would make a very pretty sergeant. Yeah. Me, but this is a beautiful person here. Yeah. And 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 Kellen's like, oh, true. And let me let me have a think about it. And then everyone's like, Nobby, you have to stop him. He's deranged. <laughs> he's literally he's literally insane. <laughs> and Nobby's like, oh, just you wait. It's all gonna be coming up, Nobby Nobs. Um and then Colon is like, Yeah, let's make Sergeant Flint. Let's make Flint Sergeant. Yeah. I think womp that's womp. a good idea. And Nobby's like, the fuck? <laughs> The fuck, my dude. And um, Colon keeps accusing people of stealing his sugar cubes. <laughs> he keeps, they're all dirty. He keeps counting them all the time. They're just, like, decreasing. I just love this image of Colon sitting in his dark study and just, like, counting the sugar he's lumps. Got, he's got them in, like, a pyramid. 
Mm-hmm. Someone comes yeah. in and he slams the his fist on the desk and they all fall over. <laughs> he busts a vein. Uh, I, mean, I find it interesting yeah. that Terry like um, denotes the root cause of him going mad with power, not with like lust for power, but with terror. <laughs> He's yeah. just so scared of being in that role that <laughs> he goes yeah. completely insane. Yeah, and veterinary tries to do his like veterinary shit at him. And it just doesn't work because Colon's so like <laughs> crazy, and he's like, even he's like, don't let me detain you. Doesn't work. He has to like tell him to go. Um, and he keeps like making sort of veiled, like kind of threats. And Colin's like, oh, he said that I was a man to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so he went really well. I th- I always thought that it was hard, but actually it's really easy yeah. to be shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna look so stupid when he comes back. <laughs> Here's yeah. what the veterinary has to say about me. <laughs> it's gonna be a promotion on the cards for old Colon. Only up to captain though, because he like he can't mentally <laughs> consider being higher than carrot. He's like he can't he can't <laughs> fit it into his head. Yeah, yeah. and Terry said something captain. interesting that even when people have gone mad with power, there's still an element of self-preservation. And yeah. like, <laughs> what are you saying about carrot? Carrot gonna fucking <laughs> do to him. <laughs> carrot will go sicko mode on him. We've seen how terrifying he is here. Charisma yeah, I've enjoyed. I have enjoyed how, like, with the absence of all the main watch characters that we know, um, and Colon and Nobby like involved in their own bizarre shenanigans to do with the power. Like a lot of the detective-y watch stuff has fallen into like the slightly more minor characters of like Visit and Red Shoe. Yeah, I love um, Red. And like, I love Red, Red Shoe. Red I'm dead, glad yeah. he's. I'm glad he's still here because he was so. He's very early. He's like a proper yeah. bit part. I love him turning up and being like homicide, and they're like, "Oh, you're here about the murder," and he's like, "No, I just I'm a zombie. I thought I might warn you." <laughs> that, that, that's how I died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is great. Like, this book is so full of just, like, chuckles. Like, out yeah. loud chuckles. Like, it's just, just reading great, this in yeah. bed, like, <laughs> this whips. It's great. Yeah, I had a, I had a big like- chuckle at the bit where, like, uh, Vatina is trying to dismiss uh, Cora, and he's like, don't let me detain you. And he says, I have a lot of time, so... <laughs> 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 I like the bit where um, Vimes is reading the report that's been written up by Inigo Skimmer, uh, which is written in all very sort of fancy diplomatic language, and it and it describes the the term fifth elephant being used for the an eminence yeah. Greece, as we might say in in um, in Uber World here, which is Vimes like. Vimes like I didn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, though. I, well, I, I wouldn't say I it. I didn't use that kind of um, word. There's also that, that old quote about... Is it about Russia? That's like it being a mystery wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in a whatever. You know that I quote? Pe- I, don't, I don't... It sounds like some weird orientalizing shit that people yeah. say about all sorts yeah, yeah, of countries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's... uh, Who said it? Mystery? But they keep using it, and... um. A riddle wrapped in a mystery inside an enigma. It was Churchill describing Russia. Ah. Uh, yeah, so Churchill was a fucking moron. <laughs> he was drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course it was an enigma to him. It's obviously a very stupid quote, but they keep bringing it up to talk about Uberwald, but they keep getting it wrong. <laughs> and at one point saying, like, yeah, I think Colon says, like, um, oh, we don't know if Vimes will ever be coming back. He's gone to Uberwald, which is like a mystery wrapped in an enigma. An enigma wrapped in a mystery. <laughs> we should... Yeah. Nerve gassed a lot of them. <laughs> Churchill funny. did want to nerve gas Russia. He he loved to kill large groups of people. <laughs> That's what happens when you're Churchill racist and drunk. He wanted to, he wanted to use chemical weapons on Russia. Letters. 
But we got to protect his statue. So. R.A.P. Church, R-A-P. you would have loved no fly zone. Um, <laughs> 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 I loved when Gary Oldman wore a fat suit to play him. Oh, so good. It's two people that I love. You couldn't Gary even recognize it was Gary Oldman. It's almost like mm. they could have picked somebody else. <laughs> yeah. No, but like they, they the they makeup make department put so much work into making like a fit older man uh, look like a fat man. That needs to be awarded. <laughs> it's so good that we do this. It's so good that every year there I'm is a movie when they, like when that. they make them old, when they're like, oh, let's make a young actress old yeah. for no reason and have her like do that. Or like, who was it? It was Jared. Was it Jared Leto? Jared yeah, Leto played an Italian. Yeah. Yeah, they made him into an old man. <laughs> an old Italian man. An she old was like, there, there are no elderly Italian actors. No. Yeah, they're famously not. Just, <laughs> you you have got to, to get a really uh, annoying man yeah, who um, looks like a cult leader exactly. and get him to do it instead. I'm like, is Jared Leto even that good? No. I don't think well, he is so. annoying, He's which is the same fine. thing as being a good yeah. actor. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, which is the same thing as being Italian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have much more respect for Italians than I do Jared Leto. Discrimination. <laughs> I've seen The Godfather and I enjoyed it. I think Italians are interesting. Yeah, The Godfather is about how Italians Italian. rule. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's about how it's like sick to be Italian. It's so sick to be in a. To be in the I only saw the wedding bit, and I assume that's what it was about, <laughs> which is that Italians have good weddings. It's just about having a nice tomato garden and hanging out with your grandkids. Mm-hmm. It's about like getting really into like animal anatomy. It's about how and, it's, like, it's like how knowing a lot about horses. The Sopranos <laughs> is about how it's good for Italian men to go to therapy sometimes, and it's very wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. Men mm. would rather go to therapy than rule the Italian family. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, you and the um, Sopranos. <laughs> I was going to say um, about this book, it's very gender. It's very gender. I'm getting a lot of gender yeah. vibes from this gender. book. Practically Back to dripping. Gender. Smacks of gender. I, I dripping like, with gender fluids. Yeah. I highlighted the bits where Anguo was asking Nobby, like, hey, Nobby, like... What what do you call a man wearing a, a wig and a dress? And he's like a lawyer. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> got him. He's like, I don't know, an, an actor. I feel like she keeps trying to be like vaguely like. Yeah, Angra's like, I'm gonna do a hate I'm gonna, crime. I'm gonna be transphobic right at you, and Nobby's so obtuse, and he's just like, whatever. And she's like, okay, fine. You look pretty good in taffeta. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, Nobby just likes it. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I had never really read them in the right order before. So I guess it is like a continuation from Jingo, right? Yeah. Where it's just like, Nobby just like, he likes this now. Mm. And yeah. he just, he's, always, he's always doing it. And I never noticed that before. <laughs> no, I didn't notice it's, it. I'm like, oh, this is, very, yeah, this is definitely fun. him like, Nobby has gender, yeah. gender fluids. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good to me. I love all the scenes where Nobby is doing gender. He's expressing gender mm. in... He's, he's so much in dinner. all kinds of ways, um, and I love all the stuff. Um, that- I'm going to cancel this book because Nobby is a gender fluid character, um, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't portray him as a perfect angel who is good all the time, <laughs> and therefore it's problematic. <laughs> That's so true. So true. Terry Pratchett is as bad as J.K. Rowling. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 
Um, I'm. I love the bits in this where Cherry, Cherry, Cherie, Cherie. It has cherry, the whole bit it? at the beginning where yeah, it was cherry. like Cherry, but she pronounces pronounce it cherry. cherry. Yeah, yeah. Um, where she's talking about like being a female dwarf. Um, it's just really good. Is that allowed? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I mean, and it's it's just really like, nice to read. Like, yeah, she's such a good character. I'm just like. Ugh. And I really like the way it, it it like portrays like her, uh, you know. It's like a transition, basically. Yeah, that and the way it like ties into like her relationship to her to her culture still at the yeah. same time, mm. which is yeah. like this, mm. you know, in Uber is this like really regressive thing yeah. still, uh, but mm, she still was... like knows her crack or whatever, like she yeah. like. <laughs> Definitely she can, knows she all can the more her things. Knocks, her crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Knows all the the grabak. Like the I, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking I, of the I show younger, a lot. I, like sorry. how much more interesting this is. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, in the show they're just like we're just gonna do it almost as a straight sort of thing, right? Yeah. Like there's no real. I mean, I appreciate what the show was trying to do, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't as like thoughtful about it. I think it just hadn't thought the metaphor out because we were all so confused about what the dark and the dark meant. Like, yeah. is the dark and the dark homophobia or is it accepting <laughs> gay slash transgender it's, people? Or is it both? It's both. hate crimes. <laughs> but it was also Welcome just like the one thing, right? Like, the one thing yeah. about dwarf culture was like the transphobia or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't seem to have a lot else going on. Yeah. Like, we never really learned anything else about dwarves in that show. And then also, like, the summoning dark is, is like, her mum. Yeah. yeah. Her mum her mom jumped into the homophobia and then liked it so much that she decided Yeah, her mum was like... That she, that she stayed there forever. <laughs> wow. Welcome to the homophobia. <laughs> Welcome to the homophobia cave. <laughs> um, well, there's the exposition desert, desert the homophobia uh, cave. so much... The, uh other things yeah it's 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 so much better than this and i do think it comes across really clearly as a transition metaphor whether or not it's intentional yeah like yeah. i think f- now certainly i don't f- i don't think there's another way that i could personally read this whether that's my own i mean <laughs> transness trans i mean transness is about the moving rather than mm. the sort of innate fixed idea of transness that we have isn't it yeah it's yeah about the the literal transition, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a constant transition in some cases. Yeah, it's 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 the yeah, yeah. And like, I I do think you were right, Janusz, about like it's really interesting in terms of like Cherry's culture and like she wants to keep so much of like where she's from, and she still refers to it as home in the same way Carrot does, yeah. and still yeah. you know she still wears an iron breastplate and an iron helmet. And keeps her beard because yeah. why wouldn't she? She's a dwarf, but also she's yeah. rejecting parts of her culture. And I just think it's so nice. It's such a good metaphor. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, and there's like a lot of there's just like so much depth to 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 her character, even though she's like not that much in this segment of the book. Mm. Uh, but still, like the like two scenes or so that she yeah. has, like <laughs> they stand up. They stand when out. I because when I was young, when I first read this. I related much more to it sort of like like women's rights thing yeah. rather yeah. than a rather than a sort of queerness or transness. I think in a way thing. it is. It's I think it's 
both. I think. Yeah. It, oh yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, it's not a. It's not a direct metaphor, no. <laughs> is it? It doesn't. It doesn't have to be just one thing. Whether yeah. we don't know what he was directly thinking of, maybe he's talked about it, but um, we at this moment don't know what he was directly thinking of, and it, it could have been both. Really. Yeah, I, I think I when I was young, I probably thought it was more. He was more sort of talking about maybe I don't know in sort of religious communities, maybe about dress codes with women. Yeah. So if it's you know modesty, modern modesty codes, but I think as a sort of gender thing, it. It's much more interesting, mm. but then it can be both. Yeah, can be. <laughs> you mean you mean the metaphor isn't clear cut? <laughs> yes, which is what makes it interesting. Maybe. <laughs> no, Terry, you have to write on the back. This is a metaphor for X, and yeah. you have to say it to us clearly. Yeah, Otherwise like people that. might get confused, and if people have discussions about it, that would be cringe. <laughs> like that, um, that World book that the Trash Future read recently. That was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where at the end, the, the 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 last conversation of the book is them going, "Wow, what if people did this about yeah. trans people?" Wow. <laughs> What a flutter! Yeah, like they can't—they can't even. They can't even keep the satire up for the entire book. At the end, they just have to say what it's. <laughs> they're like, "What if the flutter?" They're, they're always let down by say how by how mad they are, by how like <laughs> like angry and like incensed yeah. and disgusted that they can't they can't produce any meaningful art because they're too busy being mad. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that us on this podcast? Yeah, maybe, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah, podcasting is not art. Sorry. <laughs> no, video games are art, but podcasting isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think this podcast is higher art than Heavy Rain. I'll say it. I'll just yeah. say it. Yeah. This is the only podcast that is art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it wasn't intended as art, but people can read it as that in about 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Do an analysis of this podcast. What do you think it's about? Listen, I mean, this <laughs> who is... watches who watches the watch? But I mean, this yeah. this is kind of crucial. This is kind of on point because you know it's the same thing with like the gender slash women's rights metaphor. It's like it doesn't necessarily matter, and in the same way that the replica doesn't matter because it's just about how you interpret it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all coming back around. It's all coming this is, together. This is, an aura this is sounding dangerously. Dangerously postmodern. Mm. <laughs> you sound like you've been listening to too many postmodern neo Marxists like Ibrahim X. Kendi, Robin D'Angelo, um, Michel Foucault, uh, Michel Foucault, um, Foucault. Noam Chomsky, Michel Foucault, <laughs> Marshall <they>? McLuhan. <laughs> Owen all, the, all of those Pomo guys. <laughs> Owen Jones. Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn. They're like, they're like actual Frankfurt school. Like not the, not the ones yeah. people Corbyn think they, it is. But the, like, the Frankfurt, a school in Frankfurt. Just yeah, like a school. primary school in Frankfurt. Oh, I am in Frankfurt <laughs> yeah. now. That's true. Yeah, you, actually... you are the Frankfurt school. It's a coincidence that you moved to Frankfurt, Janusz. Yeah, Could to become be a cultural you're, you're cementing, yeah. and <laughs> cementing your to allegiance school, right? to the Frankfurt school. <laughs> not good. <laughs> I'm not going or to school over there, Schuler. <laughs> the, the, that's Frankfurt Schuler. Yeah. Anyway, I guess I this is the best, as good a time as any to announce that I am going to Ukraine to tweet about Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you. That's really brave. I will sit in a bomb shelter and go Jeremy Corbyn <laughs> <laughs> these are my priorities you'd still okay yeah. um, 
We haven't talked about Inigo Skimmer yet. And like that yeah, whole bit. Yeah, I was going to say, let's, let's do a little bit on... So, I mean, this will... Don't really go into the next bit because I think we're just the, the sort of transitional yeah. part of that storyline. And Ego Skimmer is just a weird guy. He's a clerk. Vimes he... throws an orange at him and he like doesn't. And he move. doesn't react. He doesn't even duck. Weird. You know, I'm weird. not gonna lie. I've been speaking English my entire life, and every single time I see the word clerk, I say clerk in my head. Oh, it's, you're American- not American. it's Americanization. You must resist. You're <laughs> but not I... American. <laughs> but it's just spelt like that. It's spelled clerk. I, I, I thought it's clerk. I bet you say I bet you say lieutenant as well. I know it's lieutenant. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but it's spelled like clerk. I bet you say aluminum. Saying. I love I love the um uh the film Clarks. Oh, uh, by, by Kevin Smith. By Kevin Smith. <laughs> The one where he talks about making his wife come or something. Or where they no. fuck, he's talking about she fucking fucks, his wife. Clerks is, is actually pretty good. I like, like Clerks. It's, it's like Clerks, a, Clerks is a movie. It's like set in a convenience store. A woman has sex with a dead mm-hmm. man by accident. That, that's very, that's, a, that's genuinely a very funny scene. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, has sex with a wall by accident? A dead man. Oh. <laughs> this is a bit where they're talking about like how many dicks uh, who has sucked. Uh, it's pretty funny scene. It's like it was a classic. Like it was the first one. That he it's did. like genuinely. Really it's like, like a actual good jokes. Uh, yeah. I just I just think of his tweets where he's talking about having sex with his wife. Yeah. Now he's you now he's old and less and not interesting anymore. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's because he's, he's like a Gen Xer, isn't he? Yeah. So like he was very fun and alternative. When oh yeah. He was a, when he was young, and now he's very boring. Isn't that every the... generation. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like Gen X were like very, I don't know, into. I don't know. Maybe every generation is into themselves. Probably. Um, yeah. So Inigo Skinner, he's like a weird guy. He's a clerk, clerk, and he's got like a briefcase full of a very scary weapon, which has a a, a knife that comes out when you open the suitcase. He is. He seems very strange in his behavior, and yeah, who knows what's going on there? What's up with this guy? And then he says, ten years in, and we bone like we're cheating on each other." With each other. <laughs> okay, a decade plus, and her clit slash brown slash taint hair is still. I was trying to avoid this. I just the bit where he says taint area. I'm like, clit slash taint area. You just like trying. Allegedly, his wife. Allegedly, his wife wrote this tweet, and he lost a bet. But that's what that's what someone who wrote a cringe a cringe tweet would say after. I don't think it's cringe. I don't think it's. And he then said, "I'm not owned. I'm not." I think it's. I think it's good. I think it's good. Exactly. I think it's nice that he loves his wife. Exactly. And that her. And that her. That's her. It is nice that him and his wife pawns his dick. Pones his dick. If I'm able to do that, we all in 10 just years. want a wife to pwn our dicks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, good for him. Good for her. Exactly. You know? yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Good for big jorts. Also, yeah, <laughs> big jorts. <laughs> Odd thing to write on Twitter, but all the same, good for them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can't dispute that. But to be fair, I don't think it's cringe. It's it's because like this guy's fucking. You know what I mean? This guy's having yeah. sex. Con- yeah, like, there's nothing cringe about regularly. having sex. This guy, this, this guy is, like, mm. pumping out big cunts. You know, he's having sex with his wife, so that's, like... Good for him. Th- that's that's very Christian, yeah. Christian, yeah. Fellas, is it, is it gay to have sex with your wife? <laughs> <laughs> it depends if she... Only, only if it's anal. So it depends um, if... if if her taint area pawns your dick or if your taint area pawns her dick it one of one of those 
Pwns. It depends. Pwns. Pwns? I don't know. Pwns. It's like owns, but it's pwns. No, I know. I'm just, just... I'm saying it like, it. listen, it's fine. Listen. I don't know how to say Clark. Okay, Inigo, in, Inigo Skimmer. He's a guy. Inigo Skimmer still pwns yeah. my dick. It, yeah, Inigo Skimmer pwns my dick slash taint area. Slash okay. gram. Um, Vimes is getting yeah, like on... increasingly sicko mode around him. Yeah, Vimes is really, he's really, like we were saying earlier, where he's just, I think he really has got to a point, as we were saying about him being more comfortable, he's gone to a point where he is, like, pretty sharp. Yeah. Like, he's always been pretty sharp, but I feel like he is just genuinely, like, very, very quick by this point. Like, he knows when someone's suspicious, he can guess pretty quickly what's going on in certain circumstances. Like, he's been through enough where he, he has those instincts, mm. and he's, he's good at that. Vimes is floating like three inches above the ground. His third eye is fully open uh, and uh, he's sort of glowing slightly purple. <laughs> and he says, Oi, you're nicked, son. Yeah. He's become a good detective. Like a really good yeah. detective. Mm. Mm. Sort of innately. Mm. It's in the blood. Yeah, I think that's obviously like partly why Veneri has sent him as ambassador, probably. Um, like we hear that. Um, he when he was he was talking to some ambassador from another country who was encroaching on their borders and he told him that he was gonna like send him home in a in a cast or something. And <laughs> said it, he said he'd send him home in an ambulance. You're going home in an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was it. He's like you're going home in an ambulance, Sonny, and then they retreated back across the border or into the next country. <laughs> yeah, it, it, Just, it almost um, seems like veterinary sent him to Kletch, not even like mainly for the reasons of diplomacy. <laughs> yeah. makes you think <laughs> makes you think yeah <laughs> yeah he does sort of mill or level threats against diplomats and they sort of don't know how to handle it so their brains short circuit yeah. yeah. they're just used to people yeah. politely telling them hmm and in like very coded language mm. that something mm. isn't okay yeah we strongly oh. we strongly object and we James st- is like I'm gonna beat the shit out of you I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking get <laughs> you yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I welcome this war war proposal but um i would suggest that you um don't do that um i welcome it but i strongly advise against it i would strongly advise you don't um there is a bit like in the in the colon sections of the books or like in the in the ankh pork watch sections of the book where where colon does something and they're like uh but like okay vimes also used to be you know, a strict guy, and he also had like his policies, but he was Sam Vimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. What if he was like, a good guy was with a gun? Yeah, it was fine. It was fine when Vimes was racist because he <laughs> just doing his best. He didn't mean it. Whereas Colon's just doing. He was it trying to learn. He's racist. Colon has not changed <laughs> in like the last fifty years of his life. No, I know. I was like, wow, I wonder if he come, he's come back from like the whole Clatch adventure in Jingo and now he's like a different guy. No. But he's he's still he's still just being racist. He can't help Like it. the whole progression he went on where he was there, like, I don't think we should drink at the Clatchian head anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, actually now it's good. <laughs> Maybe we should add more heads. Well, he's, like, he's, he's learned like, about racism, but he hasn't learned about speciesism yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's still being, he's still being like, because he's like, oh, visit stole my sugar cubes. You can't trust him because he's foreign and he mm-hmm. can disappear from. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 yeah, them foreigners, like, they can sit on a whole like, bed of nails, made... right? And it doesn't hurt. Them. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's suspicious. So he probably made me. the rope. He probably made the rope disappear as well. If he can disappear, yeah. if he can also get rid of the, the rope. bit where like visit goes into his office and then he's he got accused of stealing <laughs> sugar cubes and he's like in his head he's like I if he weren't so on edge I would tell him that he can't even count his own fingers twice uh, the same. Yeah, I got the same number. Got the same number. <laughs> so there's, there's this like. There's this continued bit about people trying to read the paperwork in the desk in front of them, like, upside down. Like, Vimes always does it to Bernari. Carrot does it to Vimes-ish. Um, well, it says Carrot... He's, you know, he's never caught Carrot doing it. I- like, even when he comes in... Even when he comes in late and he's like, and Carrot's been there for a while, he never catches Carrot doing any sort of like wrongdoing or like trying to sneak a look at his paperwork or like looking through anything. Carrot's always just like perfectly at ease and carefully like letting him have his privacy. And Vimes is like, this guy, what the fuck is (laughs) Carrot? Carrot works in his office, but on a small fold out table because he won't go on his desk. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Carrot. What a guy. What a a strange man. (laughs) What a strange man. What a strange guy. Yeah, we haven't wrapped yeah, up so the end of his story in this thing, I think. I think that's the that's the last that's thing. That's the last thing about, read, I think. Yeah. So we'll we'll just do that. Yeah, so basically they're trying to track Angua down. They get some advice from the lone wolf that they rescue. And they end up like trekking through the snow, trying to trying to find the wolf pack and um Carrot exchanges his horse for snowshoes and Gaspard is finding it very hard because he's very small mm. and he's not used to snow. You can't be streetwise in the middle of the countryside. <laughs> um, and uh, Carrot sort of like lights a fire and then goes to sleep and the, the fire goes out and then they get surrounded by a big pack of wolves and Gaspard's like, time to die for my muscle. <laughs> he's a good boy. I... This means He's nothing to anyone listening to this, but uh, I now imagine a Gaspard as um, a grey version of our friend Ash's dog's dog, Theo. Aww. Mm-hmm. I tend to imagine Gaspard as like a Jack Russell. Yeah. Because the yeah, is like too well-groomed. <laughs> a grey, scruffy version mm. of Theo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I imagine it would just be like a sort of small Jack Russell. It's just like, to imagine like the shittiest you. looking dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, no, you can't eat carrot. He's mine. And then Angra appears. It's like, no, he's mine. Um, <laughs> she says mine. it in like a wolf way. She's, yeah, she says, yeah, mine. Like, like, in, like a wolf way. Mine. <laughs> uh, which is quite cute. But so looks like they're gonna be okay? Question mark. Can't wait to find out. Very interesting how Carrot just decided to go to sleep in the middle of a snowstorm and then Angua happened to find them. <laughs> Makes you think about Carrot's motivations in this scene. Mm-hmm. He's very trusting. Suspicious guy. Mm. Damn. Mm-hmm. There's so much coming. We haven't got to Uberwald, so we're gonna next mm. the next bit's gonna all be about like getting getting to the to the Uberwaldian mines and all, all the sort of plot lines, you know, reaching there. <laughs> It's such a good book. This is one of the best it's, books. It's really good. Yeah. Like, may, I don't know, maybe maybe better than the other books. I don't know, maybe it's the best book. <laughs> I am really, really enjoying it so far. I think this one is definitely... It's so I, good. I would need Just... to sit down with all of the books and then, and then put, like, rank them with them all in front of me mm. in yeah. order to see, but this one is, like, very, I think very just the... Like, just, like, the, pu- the pure, like, quality of writing is just so good. It's mm. better than a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. The prose and the structure. I think yeah. it's a lot easier yeah. to follow. I think that's been some it of is. 
one of the issues with some of the previous books where they've just been a bit like, wait, 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 what's happening? <laughs> yeah, which, as we said before, is maybe something to do with Terry's writing style yeah. of, like, how he it's writes. very frenetic. Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's very bitty. And I don't know if this is different or if he just really had, like, a whole structure that he he was like, oh, I'm going to... I think, I think again, I, th- I don't know if I've said this before with the Vimes ones. I feel like I have. But like, because it's a mystery, it does force him to structure them yeah. a lot more conventionally because they have to have that sort of mystery structure. And that forces him t- to write in a lot more of a coherent way so that the mystery itself makes sense. Yeah. And I think that does sometimes mean that the Vimes books are a little bit more coherent than some of the other ones that don't have that sort of mystery structure to rely on. Yeah, no, definitely. But I also, yeah. like, besides besides that, like, I also feel like the he has... Such a, he has a different kind of grasp on the watch characters than he has on other characters sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just so much more, they're just so much more layered and like so much mm-hmm. more, you know, even in the witches' books, right? He, the witches are great, mm. like really well conceived characters, but even then, like, Nanny Og is kind of like a very simple idea of a character. Uh, and, mm. you know, Granny Weatherwax obviously great, uh, but, but like, even then, like he has to have like three well-defined characters, right? And at this point in the watchbooks, there's like six or seven at least who have so much depth to them, and you know, it's just it's just like presented in like these very simple but like really effective strokes. Like there's there's just so much of it is just like unsaid or just just like in the in the interactions between them. Like it's just mm. it's just almost a different quality of writing than than a lot of the other books. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also I think because he has to, because there's there's the the, the relationships between yeah. them all is has to be very specific as well. Like you know you've got Vimes and he has this sort of relationship with Nobby and Colon where like they used to just be in the watch together when it was just the three of them, and so that means they have a certain kind of relationship. But then they're gonna have a different relationship to other people, and then Carrot has a sort of particular relationship to Vimes yeah. where Vimes likes him and respects him, but finds him a bit sinister and they have that sort of weird power dynamic of Carrot maybe being like the most powerful person who's ever lived <laughs> in the true king of Angmore Fork and, and like Carrot, Carrot sort of sort of knowing that but also knowing that he can't trust himself and it's better that Vimes who's like an anti-royalist to sort of almost be in charge of him Yeah, and then Carrot like Vimes knowing that he only can do that because Carrot kind of lets him in a way, and then like his relationship to Angler, and it's just like the way that all fits together is so interesting and enjoyable, and yeah, you can do a lot with it, I think, and he does. Very interesting and complex characters. They're a lot of it sort of unsaid. Yeah. It's very much mm-hmm. a sort of show don't tell thing, which is apparently one of the rules of writing. <laughs> oh. What? Yeah. But even no one like, told me. Even in like Colin and Nobby's relationship, it's like so much yeah, more yeah, yeah. interesting than you'd think at fir- at first, like in the first book. Like, well, yeah, because they're yeah. a bit like Chuckle Brothers initially. They're a bit like... Just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chuckle Brothers. I'm not wrong. Like, <laughs> Which one's which? They're, they're a bit like just just a comedic act initially. Yeah. And then they, they just suddenly become so much more than that in a very fun way. And I think he's, I think he's kind of playing around with different character tropes, like the the colon stuff in this one especially but 
it does work really well because it's not coming from no base whatsoever. Like, Colon does have racist backstory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it doesn't come from nowhere. Um, Colon is a racist. Yeah, yeah. and it, it just works really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, and even with even with Colon's like racism and like him like going really, I think I think what makes the Colon stuff work is is partially just like. Because we know that there is like it's like a core to him that isn't quite awful. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. You know that he's just kind of a buffoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's panicking. Yeah. Well he's just he's just stupid and scared. He's not well not yeah. stupid, but he's mm. he's yeah, he's scared. He and is he's quite stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's he's laughing. You get out. like the idea that there's like a part of his brain that is like com- screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a sort of little yeah, part is... of colon which is normal. It is just sort of mm. trapped in a little prison, screaming, watching the rest of him go insane. Yeah. He's like the perpetual sergeant, and this is the worst thing that could ever happen. To him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and, it, and it, it's it's awful, and you're like, oh shit, he's really fucked this up. But it's also quite fun to watch, like the level of his derangement. Mm. Um, and trying to do Vimes's job as well, which is funny. Yeah, I think I think that's we should wrap it up yeah. for this for this episode. For a good I think we talked about all the let's uh, wrap it up. All the main. There's a lot to talk about, and, and yeah, yeah, there's going to be so much to talk about in the next in the next third as well, yeah. which I'm very excited. I didn't even to talk I didn't even about. get into my Goodreads stuff, but we'll, we'll save that for next week. We can save that. Mm. It's not that. This just really like <laughs> we didn't even stray off that far. There's just there's really a lot in this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very excited to record. Yeah, there's there's a lot. It's a good one. It's good. a good one, as you should be. Yeah, so it's a good one, folks. It's a it's a good one. This is this has been Who Watches the Watch. Uh, if you like this, subscribe to the RSS feed. Get the episodes delivered directly into your <laughs> podcatcher every every time yeah. they are released. Uh, eat them fresh, delicious. Um, or you can uh, you can join the Discord and join the conversation, or you can subscribe to our Patreon for three euros a month and get uh, Dark Spell, hopefully um, updated and musical stuff and other shit. Um, or you can donate five and get your name shouted out like these people. Uh, thank you so much to boyfriend of the show, Tom Hang the Tank, Ognyan Kalolifer. Oh, my Jenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Succubus. Oh, you're all coming. Justin Crandall. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my gender fluids. Evan DM. The memories of those lost. Tintin. Slime Simon. Flash Wraith. Jason H. Oh, no. Big Flat Bunt. Such a flat ah. That bunt that's so big and flat, oh my god. <laughs> I hope you hope you enjoyed that ASMR journey. Um You can also subscribe to the uh, eighteen Euro tier where I talk about how much I enjoy Pecorino Toscano. It's my new favourite cheese. <laughs> Yeah, donate is very good. To, to George's George's cheese cast Kickstarter. <laughs> uh, he, he's yeah. asking for a for a Kickstarter amount of ten grand just <laughs> so he can like purchase the 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 correct cheese. Or you can just send about. me cheese. Mm. 
Yes. Send George cheese. Send George in the post. cheese. I'll put I'll put I'll put his address. <laughs> yeah. Send Chaz the cheese and she'll give it to me. It's <laughs> send uh, look. Crystal. If you if you donate to our Patreon and specify that it's for cheese, mm-hmm. I would do the calculations differently so George gets that. <laughs> don't don't do that. <laughs> don't That's do very that. kind, but don't do that. Don't do that. Um, send George cheese. Maybe we should set up a PO box and get people to send us stuff. Send, send us yeah. mm. I can't wait for I someone know. to send us mysterious white powder. <laughs> Cocaine. Is it anthrax? It's it's grated pecorino. Maybe. So yeah, it's grated oh, pecorino. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So none of that Romano shit. Just just Toscano, please. Classic. Yeah. We hope you you're doing well and you're having a nice time. Uh, but until next time, Beyond Strong in the Arm is my Beyond Strong in the Arm is my uncle. Cool. Granny Weatherwax says fuck turfs. Stan Rinse Stan Nigel. Fuck turfs. Uh, Stan Rinse Stan Vimes and Ari. Vimes and Ari real. Vimes and Ari real. Stan Grimes and Ari. I can't believe Grimes is dating Veterinary now. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, we really didn't talk about Grimes, and I feel like we should. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think we can do I, think next I don't feel we okay, have anything to really put in personal. Okay. Grimes is okay. very stupid, but I'm glad she's not dating that guy yeah. anymore. Okay. Uh, put um, put anti-imperialist back in your bio, everybody. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's very tiresome. Bye. Adapted to you.